This is AutoLine Daily reporting on all aspects of the global automotive industry. Wow, we start out this week with the global automotive industry coming under intense pressure. China ramped up its defiance of President Trump's trade war by slapping a 25% import tax on American-made vehicles. But China already had a 25% tax on imported vehicles, so this means American-made vehicles now get hit with a 50% tax. Last year, the U.S. exported over 160,000 vehicles to China, and those came mainly from BMW, Mercedes-Benz, Lincoln, Ford, Tesla, and General Motors. BMW and Mercedes export a lot of American-made SUVs to China. Meanwhile, Volkswagen is looking to solidify its position in China by forming joint ventures or even buying stock in Chinese suppliers. It's especially looking at suppliers that make components for electric cars, mainly batteries. You know, this is a smart move by VW. By integrating itself even more deeply into the Chinese auto industry, it's protecting itself in case this trade war continues to escalate. But another reason why Volkswagen is doubling down in China is that it looks like Germany is headed into a recession. Tomorrow, Germany will release its GDP figures for the second quarter, and at best, the numbers are expected to be very weak. And with Germany being the economic powerhouse of Europe, this does not bode well for the EU overall. Even so, reports out of Germany say that Tesla is looking for locations for a new assembly plant there. Tesla did not comment, but Elon Musk tweeted out earlier this year that building a gigafactory in Germany made sense. To help improve the safety of its vehicles, Honda R&D Americas developed a new kind of airbag along with airbag supplier AutoLeave. It's designed to reduce the potential for injuries in a wider variety of frontal accidents, particularly front passengers in angled crashes. Unlike conventional airbag systems that have a single inflatable compartment, the new system utilizes four major components three inflated compartments, a center chamber, and two outward projecting side chambers that create a wide base across the dash, along with a sail panel that stretches between the two side chambers at their outermost edge. This is kind of similar to a baseball catcher's mitt. The sail panel catches and decelerates the occupant's head while also engaging the side chambers, pulling them inward to cradle and protect the head, and that mitigates the potential for injuries. Honda will start equipping the new airbag in its vehicles next year. Last week, we told you how the supplier Continental is getting involved in what they call smart farming. And now the company partnered with agricultural machine manufacturer, Klaas, to test a new smart power transmission belt for combine harvesters. A sensor monitors the belt, which transmits data to a receiver in the machine. That data is then sent to the Continental Cloud and is interpreted by an algorithm. This allows farmers to be more proactive with their maintenance. Currently, it's only possible to check the belt at specified periods 
and not while it's in operation. This new smart belt allows for on-the-fly inspections. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires. Your journey, our passion. Every couple of years, Mopar makes its own muscle car, which lately has been based on the Dodge Charger or Challenger. And on Thursday, Mopar is about to unleash its newest beast. Thursday is also when we do AutoLine After Hours, and so we've got Mark Bosanek, the head of Mopar's North American operations, bringing that car into the studio. What is it? Well, you're going to have to tune in to find out because we're not even sure exactly what it is. So join me and Gary Vasilash for some of the best gearhead insights that you can find. In racing news over the weekend, Takuma Sato took advantage of some mighty timely yellow flags to power his Honda-powered IndyCar to victory. A week ago, Sato was savaged by his fellow competitors for causing a major pileup at Pocono Speedway, so winning this week sure helped make up for that fiasco. Ed Carpenter brought his Chevy-powered IndyCar home in second, only three one-hundredths of a second behind, and Tony Kanaan finished third in his Foyt Chevrolet. The interesting part of that finish is that those three are the oldest drivers in the series. Sato is 41 years old, Kanaan is 44, and Carpenter is 38. So you see, every once in a while, years of experience wins out over the exuberant adrenaline of youth. And on that note, we wrap up today's show. 